Hey, this is David Kaufman here, the voice of Jimmy Olsen from Superman the Animated Series, and you are listening to Superman the Animated Podcast. And welcome to Superman the Animated Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan McKenzie. This is a special episode as I'm joined by a very special guest, Mr. David Jemison. David is an illustrator, cartoonist, and colorist from Van Salem, Pennsylvania. He has loved cartoons and comics his entire life and is excited to be part of the ever-growing and expanding world of creative arts. David graduated from Pennsylvania College of Art and Design in 2018 as an illustration major. Welcome, David, to the podcast. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's, it's so great to have you here. We've been corresponding now for a couple of months now and with work commitments and stuff like that. It's so great to have you here. So the first question I need to ask, Dave, what got you into being a cartoonist? Where did the passion come from? Um, really, like, not to uh, make it all about Superman, but Superman <laughs> the Animated Series was one of the big inspirations I had. Like, Batman the Animated Series... Superman the Animated Series, basically all like any and all of those like late 90s, early 2000 cartoons, because that's when I grew up. I just absolutely love cartoons. I love drawing like SpongeBob and, you know, Fairly Odd Brands, like just any like cartoon I was just like in love with. I got like how to draw books for the like, like Dragon Ball Z was one I was obsessed with. Like I just loved cartoons. I wanted to make cartoons like my whole life. Um, and I, yeah, it was just like, how do I, you know, how do I like make this my, you know, my life? How do I, how do I, uh, make cartoons like these people do? I was always just kind of, uh, fascinated by how, how cool, uh, and sharp and like, you know, beautifully like animated, like some of these, uh, especially like the nineties era cartoons where like I was, yeah. So I, I would say. I would say it's that, like just watching cartoons as a kid, and I wanted to be a part of it, basically. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's fantastic. And by the way, if you if you want to see any of David's amazing artwork, you can either go to his Twitter or Instagram pages, or onto his website. Um, we'll we'll give you those details later on in the podcast, or you can see them in the show notes below. Um, you can even buy some of his artwork, which um, I actually was lucky enough to do today, and. I was going to ask David if he can guess which one it is, but um, but um, you know, because he obviously gets the, uh, he actually sees it in his feed, so he'll actually know what it is. But can you just describe to everyone what I did purchase today? If anyone wants to do so themselves. Yeah, uh, Nathan uh, ordered the DC Universe print, which is one I was very proud of. Um, just like a, just like as many as many characters as I could fit. It was a uh, sixty-four uh, characters plus Skeets, uh, Booster Gold Skeets. Uh, um and it was kind of like a where's waldo uh find your favorite character poster and uh yeah i'm really excited to send it out and i hope you enjoy it (laughs) 
and I can't wait to have it. And uh, I'll definitely, um, you know, chuck it all on my social media channels. Not only what it is now, and you can where you can find it, but also once I receive it, and I'll show you where it goes up in in my room. Um, so gonna be so, sorry, it's gonna be so cool. I love seeing like people like you know proud to have something I made. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah, you can continue on. No, no. Um, so you spoke about you know the late nineties about your passion for the animated series, uh, Superman, Batman, and the like. So. Did you have a, um, did you love Superman prior to that? Did you, is that where you, your love for the character came from was the animated series or was there anything else or? I think so. I've been like trying to like track my like love of Superman, like to like be like, that was it. Like that's when I knew. Yeah. And I feel like it was the animated series, but like strangely, I can't like put a like, like a final, like, oh, that's what did it. I just feel like he's always just been in my life and like the, and I love cartoons and like superheroes for whatever reason, just, I always love superheroes and like, again, Dragon Ball Z, like, I don't know, like these sort of, uh, these powerful people who fight for what's right. I don't know. I just, something about that, uh, spoke to me as a kid, I guess. I always, I always liked, uh, you know, that they would like protect people. I always liked that. But, um, so yeah, I'm going to give credit to Superman, the animated series, and yeah but i like yeah i can't i can't like i feel like there's like yeah i'll just i'll give credit to that but there might be something like i always love like toys like maybe i had like toys yeah. growing up and like yeah <laughs> but yeah but has that got you onto loving like more like live action superman as well not just like justice league yeah. as well yeah um uh interestingly enough like just my age group the first superman movie i saw was superman returns yeah which like you know has its it has its reputation of like you know whatever people say about it but that was my first superman movie and seeing like i was super excited for it and i saw it and i liked it and i still like it and um yeah like i was just interesting like that was like the big one for me and like a but uh i think yeah the the show and like the justice league and just in general uh again like just dc comics in general have always been like one of my favorite things ever still is like i just love dc comics like and i think it's just because that's what i grew up with it's it's like with, on the other side with marvel it's like i love the x-men and i love spider-man and it's like well i grew up with those shows too like it's kind of like it's what i grew up with and like those those are the characters i ended up continuing to love so i think it's really really goes back to those cartoons <laughs> did, did... Yeah, um, look, I've, I've spoken a lot about my passion for the animated series and obviously Superman as a character. But I didn't really have a love for reading comic books when I was younger. It's only really started recently. Did you have a passion for the comic? Like you just mentioned a little bit briefly before, but do you have like a, a, a passion for reading the comic books as well? I do love comic books. I, I consider myself a comic book artist these days. Um, but as a kid, and even maybe as a te- like early teenager, like I didn't, I didn't actively read comics. Like you know, you know, I just I just didn't actively read them. But I go to comic book stores all the time, and I would I would like love to buy the toys and like the uh, the kind of you know well made uh, like DC Direct and all those things. I'd love buying like the toys and like they were like really cool. Specifically the um, and this actually leads into the comic books. I would get the. Um, the Batman, Superman, Public Enemies, or maybe it's Superman, Batman, I don't know. But the Public Enemies comic book story, they had yep. toys 
that like went like you know based off of ed mcginnis's uh, art style and i thought those toys were like the coolest thing ever like the art style looked so cool and i just love those toys and uh i'm actually not sure what happened first if i saw the toys first or i saw this book first but i was at a borders bookstore as i was in elementary school actually <laughs> as an elementary yeah. school and I was I somehow ended up in like the graphic novel section of Borders and I remember kind of being like I don't want to be at a bookstore like this is boring like I don't want to be here where's the toys at or whatever and I found the comic book section and I found the Superman Batman public enemies graphic novel like uh, and I was just like saw the artwork and I was like this is incredible I was like I was like this is amazing and uh, I probably like begged but probably didn't have to beg too hard but you know my mom got it for me and I consider that like my favorite book of all time. There, there's like a show and tell in a elementary school. And I brought that <laughs> novel. This is my favorite book of all time. It's Batman, uh, Superman, Batman, Public Enemy. So I like love that book. I definitely credit that one as uh, a huge point in me loving comic books and comic book artwork. I would draw, you know, just like draw Ed McGuinness's style on my like old, old notebooks, like, you know, just to kind of you know, draw like him. And, uh, and, but I think before that, one of my first comic books that I got was uh, the Teen Titans animated show was coming out. And I didn't know any, any of those characters except for Robin. Robin's one of my favorite characters of all time too. And so I was like instantly interested in the Teen Titans, but I'd never heard of them before as a kid. And I was just interested. I'm like, well, you know, Oh, there's comics about them. Like, I want to know more about these characters I don't know about. So I went to the comic book store we went to uh, when I was a kid. And they, you know, they, uh, we asked, you know, my parents asked like, hey, uh, do you have any Teen Titans stuff? And uh, the comic book guy, uh, his name is also David. <laughs> he, recommended, uh, he recommended like a few things, but the one that I chose was the Young Justice Titans graduation day it was like a kind of like a mini graphic novel and I thought that was like a cool little book to you know see more of these characters and it had Nightwing and Robin on it so I'm like oh this is awesome and uh and my brother got like a Beast Boy comic <laughs> and I thought that was like really exciting and the funny thing was that uh, that young or that young Justice Titans comic was too uh, graphic and violent for my young age. So like I opened <laughs> as soon as I opened it, I was like terrified. I like threw that book away. I didn't throw it away, but I threw it away from myself, being like, "Oh my gosh, like this is scary, scary book. I'm scared." So I was like scared of it for a long time. But uh, but yeah, I've I've grown to like really uh, appreciate that book as one of my you know first comic books. So it's like that Young Justice Titans Graduation Day and the uh, Superman, Batman, Public Enemies definitely like were some of those first books that I was like very uh, enamored by. So that, I think that's like the beginning of my comic book history. And then from then on, uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man uh, series, that one was the one I feel like that I started like following. Well, actually, it was um, the Red Hulk era. It was like Red Hulk era and Ultimate Spider-Man like stuff like that like I just started following comics like slowly and slowly like yeah. as they, like as I was seeing more uh art and stories that I was interested in but but yeah it's a little bit of my comic book history <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing it just goes to show like where it started from and like it still obviously is ongoing now and 
And, you know, with Public Enemies, like for me, like I said, the first time I saw that was on was the animated movie, which I thought was fantastic mm-hmm. at the time. The fact that, you know, that, that when they started bringing out those DCA movies, they bitchy, uh, you know, basically were bringing from the, <clears throat> the script to screen, well, majority of it anyway, and also the animation style as well, which yeah. would be amazing. And you would have seen that as well. Yeah, I was so excited for that movie when I was coming out. I'm like, like they're doing it. They're doing Public Enemies because I, you know, I basically like grew up and worshipped that book. So it was super cool to see it animated. You know, I love the I love cartoons in general. So that was like a really cool combination for me personally. But yeah, still love that comic. Uh, the Ed McGinnis's art style is just so cool. Uh, probably will be dropping a lot of comic book artists' names who inspired me. <laughs> definitely one of them so yeah <laughs> oh, fantastic so you, obviously we know you love drawing superman the character is there any other and you spoke about your love for robin as well do you have any other favorites that you love love drawing on a regular basis or yeah um the sort of in my head my if anybody you know if anybody asks me on the spot like who's your favorite character i always say superman robin and nightwing so robin I love all the Robins, but when I say Robin, I usually mean Tim Drake. <laughs> so it's like Superman, Tim Drake, and Nightwing slash Dick Grayson are like, if we're talking DC, absolutely, those are my free, uh, three favorite characters. And then if you add Marvel as well, I love Spider-Man. Um, I love the X-Men. I love Fantastic Four. Um, but yeah, I think uh, most of the time I'm like, it's Superman, Robin, and Spider-Man. <laughs> Those are some of my favorites. And that's just it. The best thing I love about the superhero genre is that there's always someone, like a, a character out there for everybody. And yeah, I love the fact that, you know, ours is Superman to start with, but there's also a lot of other you know, great characters. Like I have a really love, um, you know, I love Booster Gold and the fact that you said, you know, Skeets is in this um, artwork. Yeah. Know, I, I can't wait to find him. I'm, I'm so excited <laughs> just to find Skeets in this artwork. Um, I was telling, I was telling you that, and I, I'll I'll say it now that like, when I was making that art piece, I intentionally uh, drew characters kind of kind of separated from who who you would assume would be near each other. And the example I always pick is Batman and Robin. You know, everybody yeah. knows Batman and Robin as the the dynamic duo. So you you might assume that they're going to be like next to each other. But for this piece, because I wanted it to be kind of like a, you know, where's Waldo? Like find your favorite character. If you're like looking at it, you'll see Robin or or even Nightwing. Like you'll see like these characters and be like, oh, where's Batman? Or you know, where's you know, where's my favorite? And spoilers for Skeets is he's pretty close to Booster Gold. Like, yep. but, uh, <laughs> but for the most part, I tried to keep like the characters kind of separated just to add a little bit of like, you know, where's their other half kind of thing. Like yep. Hawk and Dove are, are in the piece and like they're kind of far apart. And I feel like. I feel like somebody had commented like oh like hawk and dove are like really far apart like that's weird and i'm like yeah it was just kind of like you know you're that you're automatically looking for the other one then mm-hmm. you know if you see one and don't see the other you're like where's the other one and it's kind of like kind of like a game and like you know and an art piece kind of thing <laughs> it's almost one of those ones you might have to put out one day is okay these are all the characters can you name it and point out where they all are and just see if anyone can come up with them all? Yeah. To see if people yeah. can't, they might not even be able to find or even some, you know, fans might not even know who that character is. So they might actually get them excited about that character as well. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. I should just put out some kind of thing like that. Like who can name them all? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I like to, and uh, I don't know if you listen to Holy Batcast at all, but I, I love Holy Batcast. Yeah. Um, and, uh, 
Andy DiGenova loves Blue Devil. So I added like Blue Devil kind of because he loves him so much. Uh, I don't think he ever saw the piece or anything like that, but like Blue Devil is uh, in that piece because of Andy. <laughs> and <laughs> That's I, awesome. I saw other people uh, comment saying like, oh, even Blue Devil's here. I'm like, yeah, I tried, <laughs> I tried to get them. Like another thing about that piece was like, I've tried to pick characters who I didn't draw that often um but i also wanted it to be a sort of uh you know like the dc universe like who do you think of like it was kind of a mix of like who do you think of and who are some people who don't get the spotlight that much i tried to pick some diverse characters and you know just kind of you know show how expansive the dc universe is and i have i've seen some comments of people you know wishing I had added other characters and like, I, like, I feel that, like, I wish I could have drawn everybody you could think of like a big absence is Red Hood, Jason Todd. Um, like I had hurt that I couldn't add Jason Todd cause I love all the Robins and they did, the, they, they did make a good point that like, it's basically, I have all of them, but Jason, cause it's a uh, Dick Grayson, uh, Tim Drake and Damien are in the piece, but not Jason. And I was, my reasoning was, is if, it, if you notice that the artwork is kind of like a rainbow, it's kind of like color coded, it goes from, you know, reds to black, pretty much kind of like purple and black. Um, so, like, as I was developing this piece with that color wheel in mind, I had begun to notice that a lot of these characters have red in them. <laughs> yeah. So the, the red section was like huge. And like every other part of the piece was kind of becoming unbalanced. So somebody like red hood was gonna go in the red section and i kind of because i already had technically like three robins i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna skip jason this time so i i for years i've been trying to do something cool with jason and i i haven't really quite found like a piece that i'm like yeah i want to do with jason but i I just i did some like doodles on twitter and instagram if that people are interested in jason i did like just it was uh, based off of uh jason faybach's uh three jokers design because i thought that was a really cool design um and i forget what we were talking about but (laughs) (laughs) that's more okay um (laughs) so if someone reaches out to you and say um you know could you do a piece for me is that something you consider or something you've done in the past that is something that i am actively working on making like a priority because especially now since I've been posting a lot more and the reception to my artwork recently has been like really like amazing. Like I very touched by people's kind words and people being interested in my artwork and like asking questions and finding like little references that I put in there. It's been really nice to see people paying attention and people have been asking me about uh, commissioned artwork and if I would do, you know, characters and, you know, and uh, yeah, I'm actively working on making a, pricing sheet for that and you know kind of figuring out the details of that to be you know as prepared and fair as possible in case somebody reaches out and you know I want to give them accurate information but the like basically right now the idea is um just like care you know characters like somebody says like or it's basically like you know I'll have like a, a a headshot is so much you know, so much for that and like a torso and then like a full body, you know, like, like other artists do and like just kind of figuring out what I want my uh, parameter parameters to be for those, those art pieces. (laughs) And uh, 
but yeah, I, I would say that's coming soon. And I'm, you know, excited and thankful for anybody who'd be interested in that. Oh, fantastic. And, and once it does come into fruition, let us know and I'll, you know, definitely um, put it out there on my social media and uh, I'll probably be one of the first ones in line to get some artwork as well. So <laughs> thank you um, so much. So let's, let's get on to it. Superman, the animated series. That's what, uh, you know, basically the first part portion of my podcast has been all about. And we spoke a little bit before um, favorite episode. So, uh, you know, I did, I did an episode a couple, you know, I think it was end of last year about the top, top five. We had a, out there and I, I spoke to everyone about my top episode. So David, what, can I ask you, what is your favorite episode? Off the top of my head, and it's maybe like cliche, but the late Mr. Kent is probably my favorite episode. That's such a good episode. It's a little bit different from the other episodes if he has that like kind of like that noir narration kind of thing. Like it's kind of like a mystery, like almost like a detective story. And I listened to your review of that episode yesterday yeah. um i'm like oh that's a good one i want to hear what he has to say <laughs> and uh yeah you kind of pointed out those things and um yeah it's just such a good episode um yeah i i, I want to think of like maybe one that's like a little bit uh not top of the pile i really like the promethean promethean oh, yeah. episode big yep. monster yep. i don't think i really watched that one like i don't think i ever saw that one when i was a kid and i when i uh, got the DVD set and I was just watching episodes. I came across that one and I'm like, oh, like, I don't remember this. It was almost like a, you know, a new thing because I don't remember it at all. I'm like, whoa, like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, I, I really like that episode. I think just because it was like a kind of like a lost, lost episode for me. I'm like, this whole series so good and really underappreciated. And, uh, but yeah, like, I, I, off the top of my head, I'd pick the late Mr. Kent and the Promethean. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because, like, you know, a lot of people actually have stated that, like, now when I reached out for everyone's top five, the late Mr. Kent was actually right up there um, as one of their favourite episodes. I think, uh, like, mine always goes down to the team up with Batman and Superman, um, oh, yeah. you know, um, the world's finest. But, you know, if you go to, into a single episode itself without bringing, you know, two or three episodes together, the late Mr. Kent is definitely right up there for me as well. And, you know, just seeing the, the, and like you said, this starts off with, with the narration of Clark Kent, you know, and, and what happens and, you know, and a bit of the funniness at the end when Lana Lang finds him and all that sort of stuff, which I thought was pretty funny. And, you know, and, oh. just, and just seeing her continuation just pop up throughout the series, Lana, you know, from, you see her from yeah. the, 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 you know, the second part of The Last Son of Krypton, plus you see her with Lex, um, you know, yeah, I love that joke. At, uh, I think it's the end of the late Mr. Kent where like, he's kind of like, oh, like, oh, I hit my head. Like, I couldn't remember anything. And Lois is like, you remembered her phone number. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's just it. And like, you never really see the, the romance between, you know, Superman and Lois in this series, unfortunately. Like yeah. in the last episode, you see a little bit in, in yeah, we'll see that when we talk about a, a comic book that you've, yeah. you've talked, and we'll talk about that in great detail in a second. But uh, you can just see the little bit of jealousy in Lois's voice yeah. there as well. It's just, you know, we didn't really see that throughout. So, yeah, that was a little bit of fun to see. Yeah. So we spoke about, you know, your love for the animated series and your favourite episode. So your favourite villain from the series, uh, did, do you have one or do you have a couple? Or uh, I think it's definitely a couple. <laughs> um, 
I always liked Parasite. Um, I I like loved the Parasite episode. Like, I don't know what yeah, I don't know what it was about him. Maybe like I don't know, like the purple kind of scary uh, vibe he had, and like the white markings or whatever. I don't know. I thought he looked really cool and like uh, potentially like a scary villain uh, for Superman. And um, I think like. Uh, I think like Metallo just has to be at the top, especially the animated series Metallo. He's just really awesome, like really <clears throat> scary. Um, I'm forgetting the voice actor's name, but it was like uh, Malcolm, Mal- McDowell. Mal- Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, he's awesome. <clears throat> so cool. He voice. Um, so yeah, off the top of my head, Parasite and Metallo. Um, if I think like maybe I'll think about another one, but yeah. <laughs> Definitely those. <laughs> oh, I, would, I will say the sorry about that. Um, the the version of Toy Man from the animated series was super creepy. I thought he was really really interesting too. <laughs> well, it was funny. Like after watching the animated series, and then <clears throat> excuse me, um, and then the first animated of the DCAU animated movie that came out with uh, Superman Doomsday, and they showcased the Toy Man in that. And I was looking at this is when obviously I had no interaction with the comic books and i was looking at that going hang on a minute that looks nothing like the one in the so then i was confused i went what's going on but then i realized there's obviously so many different interpretations of all these great characters like you said parasites one as well you don't realize there's so many different versions of him um you know it's all, all you know with all-star superman as well in there and but yeah it's two great choices metallo was fantastic like you said the and the fact that they told his origin story that, you know, he just didn't come out as Metallo and, you know, and it's all manipulation by Lex as well, which was fantastic. And, you know, Clancy such, a Brown. Dark, such a dark origin uh, for the animated series. Yeah. Like he's like, like poisoned, like in prison with like this deadly <laughs> virus and needs to like trade out his uh, human body to survive. I'm like, this is like, and like, uh, I can't remember who is being threatened. I think it's Lex at the end. Like he's kind of like, threatening to like drip the like virus on him i'm like oh yeah. like i'm like get that virus away from me <laughs> well especially when he's um he was trying to eat the steak or whatever and he goes i can't taste this and then he goes to kiss lois and he goes i don't feel anything and then she yeah. just whacks him <laughs> yeah yeah the whole up yeah it's like lots of deep and dark moments mm-hmm. in that episode. um so, but yeah sorry you talking about toy man um the doomsday toy man yeah. uh that one was even creepier than the <laughs> animated series. that one i almost don't like that one because he's so like nasty but uh he he left an impression with me i was still fairly young when i watched superman doomsday for the first time and i i had mentioned in like one of our early uh messages to you that like i listened to your review of that movie because i really like like that one really spoke to me for whatever reason when i was younger um and that version of toy man stuck with me and if you i don't i'm have you seen like my superman animated concept like that my sort of version of the superman characters yeah, yeah. so my twin is a mix of like very much the animated series the superman doomsday and just like a bunch of other versions of toy man but like so yeah because you brought up this doomsday toy man i'm like i have to throw out that like i'm i was inspired <laughs> that one a lot with my toy man design and uh and the whole the whole uh a lot of the concepts 
of those characters was kind of like mashing like a bunch of the histories together in like one kind of form. And I think Toy Man is a good example of that. So I just wanted to say that. <laughs> and the fact that we never get to see like the, the Toy Man from the animated series is, you know, true, true self, which all we see is the, you know, like the glass or the, you know, the head. And yeah, it's yeah. freaky. Even after the As first kid, episode, we see him and it's just broken. And we go, okay, did we yeah. see him again? And then, oh, it's back on yeah. again. Yeah, as a kid, I, I don't, I didn't realize it was a mask. Now I'm like, how did I not realize that? Because his mouth never moves. I don't know. I, I think I like he's got a weird head. Like I just didn't get it. <laughs> um. So we spoke at the animated series. We spoke about obviously your, you know, your, your comic book art, artwork and stuff like that. But the, but the, when we started communicating a couple of months ago, I started you know telling you that I love because you you started coming up with your own superman animated series artwork which i found was incredible and um and i'll send that out on my social media channels and we'll talk about that about your own animated series if you uh, in a second but one thing I, I love the fact that you sent me i didn't realize that you did it was you basically did a continuation comic um from superman the animated series to justice league and it's, it's six pages at the moment um so if anyone wants to you know, put it in context, it's basically the movie Rogue One between, you know, episode three, um, yeah. episode four of Star Wars, basically. That's what David's trying to do is try to link in between, you know, Legacy, the end of Legacy Part Two, and obviously through to Secret Origins, um, <clears throat> you know, episode one of uh, Justice League. So um, I, I, I loved it. I, I can't wait for it to continue if it is going to continue. But can you just let everyone know your inspirations behind starting that? But also, actually, if people haven't read it yet, just go into what the storyline is. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the idea was that, like, the like basically starting from like the top top, like the Batman the animated series has like a continuation comic at the moment. Uh, Batman the Adventures continue there was like a there was like a just Justice League continuation um, for a minute that was following up from Justice League Unlimited I believe I haven't got to read that one yet I'm interested in reading it I can't even remember what it's called it's like Justice League oh, I can't remember but like that one um, like I was seeing these continuations of Batman and Justice League and I was seeing people on Twitter kind of say like oh like uh, there should be a Superman one. Like what? There it is. It's Justice League Infinity. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I did not get to read that one yet. But um, uh, yeah, I wanted to, like I saw people on Twitter sort of saying like, oh, why isn't there a Superman one? Or like, wouldn't it be cool if there was a Superman continuation? And I was like, you're right. Like there should be a Superman <laughs> continuation, especially like in between like, legacy and justice league like there is like a story there uh about like how did he win back to people's trust like what did he go through to where he's at the end uh, kind of very low at the end of legacy and sort of lifted up by lois and then uh when we see him again in justice league he's kind of very much more established and like older and like kind of like everybody loves him again and mm -hmm. i was kind of interested in you know diving into that that window of time of like what happened in between there. So that's where the story sort of began in my head. And um, uh, so, yeah, I kind of, as a, it's, it's like a pitch comic almost like it was kind of like, like what if this was a, you know, a series or like a mini series. Um, 
so I, I kind of, you know, took it upon myself to be like, I'll, I'll, I'll make it or I'll make a, <laughs> at least, yeah, at least six pages of sort of, you know, I'll do like, a, you know, a, a sample, you know, like a sample of what the story could look like. And I was really focused or interested in making it look like or capture the sort of feel of the animated series as close as I could. Um, at some points, at some points, I think it looks really good. And at other points, I think like, you know, I can work at it and like get it a little bit closer. But, you know, for the most part, I was really happy with especially that the first page. Um, I really liked how that one turned out. But, but again, it was sort of like that was like a cool or fun challenge to recreate that last scene of legacy and like, you know, draw it in my or it's, you know, it's not my style, but my take, I guess. But like. Um, it was it was cool to recreate that scene uh, with that very like kind of purpley blue lighting on the Daily Planet and uh, yeah like and that was a good um, uh, style setter for the for the rest of the pages like to sort of look at the show and like study the show and like recreate a scene from the show in a comic book form and then continue from there with original artwork and original characters like uh original characters of the stretch but you know like kind of like citizens on the street like i had to design yeah. all those people you know i kind of looked at like you know uh you know random people who show up in the in the background uh, uh i think um i was looking at the uh heavy metal heavy media heavy metal episode with steel again that's a, yeah. another one of my favorites i should have mentioned that one yeah but i look at that one because i remember there's the, the moment where like the crowd protects superman from metallo so yep. I remember, oh, like a crowd of like just random people in that, that you know, that style. So I should look at that crowd and kind of design characters off of that. And, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, other than that, the uh, story was just sort of like picking right off, like right off from uh, Legacy and like the, the, the people, the world is still a little bit, you know, not trusting of superman and i had sort of thoughts or worries that like the story might be a little feel a little bit too harsh like i i didn't want it to feel too harsh but i also wanted it to show that people are upset about what happened and i'm like rightfully so like watching legacy i'm like it's like really unfortunate but like it's messed up that like you know superman came down and like you know was trashing stuff and like you know it wasn't his uh you know he's like mind controlled or you know under the influence of dark side so it like wasn't like you know technically like wasn't his fault but he still did it so it is like that kind of like that ground of like did you do it did you not and like i i like the idea of him sort of having to you know make it up to people and like try to try to do better and you know not not really run away from what he did and um even you know Superman would probably, you know, even if Superman didn't do something intentionally, he would still, you know, want to make up for it, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, I had a thought that I'm losing, but, um, <laughs> um, yeah, um, I'll, I'll pick up, a, I need like a second to pick up, but. Uh, <laughs> no, that's cool. I'll, I'll let you have a think yeah. about what you're trying to remember, but. One thing I loved about reading your comic is, like you said, it basically the first page just gets you going straight away. It's a visual of basically the last scene in Legacy, which was fantastic. 
And then the next scene when, you know, it goes into the saving of the, of the cat out of the tree, it almost brings you back to Superman, the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Then, you know, the mother, you know, stay away and all that sort of stuff. And then the crowd scene, like you said, and I thought it was fantastic. It, to me, I was like, I was watching the series and, I, and even when they were talking, I could visualize the voice actors and, you know, and then they, you went back to Smallville and Ma and Park County <clears throat> and even Jonathan goes, I'm sorry for, you know, for watching that on TV, but whatever. And you could just, I could picture him actually saying that in the, in the series. And, <laughs> Thank you. And, and then the last, I'm sorry if I'm spoiling it for everyone, please go and yeah. have a look at this comic. This comic is Avail- fantastic. Yeah. Anybody can read it. It's totally available. It's on my website. It's on Twitter. It's on Instagram. Please, please read it if you're interested. <laughs> and then even into the last page, I just love the fact that he goes back to that's the one thing about the series I didn't like is the fact we saw Dr. Fate, but we didn't see him enough. Like we saw him in Justice League and I love the fact they changed, I actually like the fact they changed the voice actor in Justice yeah. League. Um, you know, to, I can't remember his name. I know he's out of the mummy, um, the mummy movies, but. Air, something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. But just the fact he went and saw, you know, Dr. Fate and Inza and that, and you can basically say, yeah, I do not want anyone to have mind control over me again. I think that was a, beautiful approach and like i said i'm one of those ones you want to start a fan campaign to get it continued I'm, I'm i'm first in line i definitely want to see your take on where you love to see it going forward uh thank you. When, you when you talk about the the transition like you said from the animated series i do love the fact if you've actually watched the animated uh the justice league and Un- unlimited if you haven't seen superman the animated series a lot of the storyline you won't know what it's about unless you've seen the series like especially professor professor hamilton like everyone knows that, that, that him and superman are buddies and but you what you don't understand why all of a sudden has he got a hatred towards superman so i love yeah. the fact that yes they do show parts in justice league from this animated series but yeah like you said the middle of that how did superman get the respect of the people again i love the fact that you're trying to visualize that for everybody yeah and um you were sort of talking about the characters who appear in these pages and transition in between. But that reminded me of one of the goals of the pages was the transitions, like from page to page, I thought was kind of fun. Like the flow of like, it, it starts with like the, um, the recreation of legacy. Then there's a little bit of like a month, a couple months time skip. And you go from this saving, uh, saving cat out of a tree, classic Superman stuff and people are sort of rejecting him and then he flies away and then the it's kind of like a a freeze frame of him flying away and then it cuts to it that image on tv and then we see uh, g gordon godfrey um talking on tv and then it turns out that pa kent was watching the tv and he you know he turns off the tv now we're in smallville now we're talking to the parents and pa kent says you know you can't magically make your problems go away unfortunately and then superman kind of thinks for a second he's like i know someone who is magic like maybe i can make this magically go away like and a little bit of uh, spider-man uh, no way home with that uh kind of like <laughs> going with that, you know dr strange dr fate to kind of you know get some otherworldly advice <laughs> and i like that idea. um so yeah but also love the fact that, um, like I said, if you go to David's website, you'll also see that he not only does he do comic books of Superman, but there's also some other incarnations. I think I saw a Loki one in there as well. Yeah. Um, and so what, what are some other comic books that you're looking at doing and what are your other inspirations of uh, what, what, what you want to see moving forward? Um, 
have so many inspirations. <laughs> uh, yeah, hard to, yes, hard to pick. Um, but like, yeah, I, uh, the Loki ones, like very short, like two panels. Like I, I like dip into comic books. Like that Loki one was kind of like, you know, the inspirations, you know, struck me for a second of like watching the show and like, I'm like, oh, that'd be, that'd be an easy kind of fun comic uh, to make. And the, uh, was the, the other kind of big one I did was like the Young Justice um, uh, Day in the Life. That one was kind of, oh, I also did the uh, Teen Titans, um, the Teen Titans with Robin, Aqualad and Kid Flash. That one was pretty fun. Basically, and a lot with like I do with all my projects, I kind of do, I try and explore or experiment a little bit with the style and like the textures and like the era or like whatever so like the day in the life was uh very much like my style but inspired by the uh pat pat gleason and brian michael bendis young justice because that was like coming out at the time and, and like the superman one. it was kind of like a pitch you know just yeah. putting myself out there and being like i like these characters like you know i'd love to do a comic like a lot of it's yeah. kind of like that you know like if you're interested like dc or wherever like i'll draw you know i'll draw for it but um uh yeah that one was like and then the uh teen titans um why am i forgetting the name of my own darn comic i was just looking at the <laughs> it's oh follow the leader yeah follow yeah. the leader i had the idea of these kids you know teen titans right after their first uh you know defeat mr twister from the old like the old first appearance like these kids like they're out in the the woods or whatever and like the, there's a side and like yeah like maybe we should be a team like you know and who you know kind of like little like you know teenage uh, teenagers young teenagers being like who's well who's going to be the leader you know like they're going to have a little bit of like a conversation a little bit of like poking and joking about who's going to lead this little little team we have here and uh and that was kind of uh, a retro newsprint it was like a newsprint kind of texture but i wanted it to have like my kind of you know sharp uh style mix of that it's an interesting mix you know kind of like kind of like an old school comic but it looks like very uh, you know almost anime-esque you know but uh yeah so i you know i try to experiment a little bit and just if an idea comes to me that's not you know not gonna kill me to make i try and make it uh like these uh these superman pages like they were a big uh big project for me um i have a full-time job completely unrelated to uh artwork and comic books and like okay. it's kind of kind of tough to like you know make, yeah make the time for everything so like uh but yeah i wanted to do this these six these six pages at least to sort of show a glimpse at what my idea was for it and uh yeah it was a big project to you know just personally motivate myself and you know the time and energy to put it together and uh yeah i did the whole thing by myself uh with, with mo like, like everything i make but uh yeah, yeah. that one was you know uh drawing and it's like drawing inking coloring the writing and the typography like you know just did the whole thing by myself but i was just you know that's a lot but uh yeah. so <laughs> well uh, so how long did can you uh, like i said i know you didn't do it full time but how long do you think it yeah. took over the period of time what was the the time frame can you remember uh, yeah I, I like I always like look at like my my phone and my pictures of like when I like started and verse like when I posted it yeah. and from memory without looking I think it was like January 11th of 2022 yes 2022 
um so this year i like started like active production of like thumbnailing okay but for a long time before that i've been thinking about the story i've been thinking about the characters and like where i wanted to go how many pages it actually was going to be because i think i wanted to do like three or four to start you know like something that yep. wasn't going to like be too much but from what the story i had laid out basically i think i was like i want to show a glimpse of you know where where the show ended where he's at now and i wanted that cliffhanger of the dr fate like i want you to help me with this mind control thing <laughs> yeah i really want to and uh so and as and i wanted uh, the 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 smallville i wanted his parents in there like there's like these these and i wanted board of godfrey too like yeah. there's these things that i wanted and i was realizing that like it needed to be expanded a little bit and i got it to six where i'm like all right six pages this has everything i want at least for now we can do this <laughs> yeah. kind of thing um yeah i'm happy with that how they turned out <laughs> yeah and so it was all like i said it was got me really excited i really wanted to flip the next page but uh hopefully in the future we might see something from yourself and but leading yeah. into that um the other thing I, I saw on your social media pages as well was like your own version of if you like and I'm assuming like if you were to create your own Superman the animated series and you know I just loved all your different takes on how you know Superman looks Lois Lane Jimmy Steele um I think you've even got Parasite in there if I remember correctly yeah. as well uh Lex Luthor and stuff so would you if you were given the green light and say all right David this is your baby um <laughs> you know would you have an idea of how you'd like the story to to start again or is it yeah you got, too, or you got way too many ideas um i i like if if i ever had that opportunity i'd like i'd explode i'd like cry I'd like i'd be <laughs> happy like like it was like it was like a dream just to do these these concept pieces and to, to see people's response to be so interested in them i was like oh wow like that's really cool that people are you know liking my take and you know it's just it's just for fun like kind of like yeah you know what if and i've had the idea for a couple like i've had the idea probably my whole life but like specifically like narrowed down into like these designs in the story you know past couple years and if you saw my instagram i think twitter too for a little bit i compared uh you know my first real notebook sketchbook of like my, my drawings of the superman i used to make superman comics in my my drawing book which was just like a regular old notebook and I would just, I would tell my own stories about Superman. And uh, it was like, you know, Metallo and Steel and, you know, these characters are in it. And they're like, they're, you know, I was like, I can't remember when I was like 12 or something. I was maybe younger than that. Just like a little kid drawing in his notebook. And I had these story ideas and, uh, you know, I, I'm going to say they're bad, but they're, you know, I was a kid. <laughs> they're pretty bad. And it's so funny, like, I, like looking at them, uh, there's like a, there's this panel in one of them where like Lex Luthor's talking and he's just a head. Like I just didn't draw the whole body. I just drew like people's heads. It's so funny. But um, but yeah, so basically I've had the like the idea or the interest in making a Superman story since I was like a little little kid. And this is kind of the building up and culmination of that, of me growing up with these ideas. And um, yeah, like off the off the kind of off the top like i would want this story to be about the superman family of you know superman supergirl superboy and seal i feel like those characters as a unit 
don't really have a lot of opportunities like of them like working together and being like a little super team I, I think they're really fun characters I like a lot of people love these characters and I, I love them all so much and I would like want to see them in an animated show like interact uh, we never got to see Connor Kent's Superboy in the animated series yeah um, you know I you know I just want to see more Superboy more Supergirl and uh, Steel of course and you know of course like Lois and Jimmy and I didn't draw Perry White for the series yet, but Perry White and um, yeah, just like I just wanted and I can't remember exactly when it was, but I sort of like one day like was like, I think it was Metallo, my design for Metallo, which I didn't draw in this series, but I have drawn in other pieces. Um, I just kind of let myself go crazy, go a little loose with it. And I gave him like this big like jaw and like I just. <laughs> giant hands like just really exaggerated and I was just like just kind of went off went off the rails and I'm like oh this is kind of fun and freeing to just be like kind of just whatever I want you know just you know just having fun like what like what if I was just free to do whatever I wanted with the Superman characters like what would they look like yeah and one that I did do that is a good example is my Brainiac design which uh you know, it's not it's not that widespread, but it was a little bit controversial on Twitter. Like for me, people were like, "What is this? This is so." It was either people were like, "This is awesome," or people were like, "What is this? This is a disgrace." I'm like, "Well, you know," <laughs> where like he's like just this very like alien, skinny, like big, you know, glass head. You know, just just very exaggerated, very like uh, otherworldly and. That was kind of part of the story that I came up with him is that he actually, and I want to draw it at some point uh, where he starts off as like a more traditional uh, brainiac, uh, like from the classic comics, uh, Vril Dox, however his name is said. Uh, he's kind of like a more humanoid uh, explorer and he kind of loses his way and his quest for knowledge. He starts to become like cold and distant. He starts like, collecting information and kind of just gets lost and he starts replacing uh, parts of his body to like focus on his mind and store information and he kind of just becomes like this uh, mechanical creature so it's kind of like a mix of different versions of Brainiac or you know the other ones that are just like that where he's either like a robot or he's or he's organic or you know like I was kind of mixing both histories with that. And I love yeah. the fact that, like you said, I think you mentioned before, the you brought in all the different versions of Kaido, you know, put them together. And another one, a beautiful, I just had a look at before as we were just chatting, was uh, um, Bizarro. I loved you. <laughs> I loved your take on Bizarro. It's almost like, um, yeah. and just looking at him now, you know, he's, he's almost a bit like Solomon Grundy a little bit, but he, he also has that love, lovable, you know, the smile on his face and stuff like that. Yeah. So I just love your take on Bizarro and, you know, you I seen, loved him in the animated series, and um, yeah, I reckon he'd be a fun character in your show. Yeah, have you seen uh, the Goonies movie? Yeah, yeah. Like I hadn't seen that movie like when I was growing up, but I watched it like a couple years ago, fairly recently. And more recently, when I was working on this project, or right before, I like it just clicked in my head. Like I kind of was like waking up from a like a dream, kind of like asleep, and I'm like, Sloth from Goonies. Like, where's the Superman shirt? He has like the suspenders. And I'm like, I'm like, he's kind of like Bizarro-esque. And I was just kind of just clicked with me. I'm like, has anybody done like a sloth Bizarro kind of mix? Because I think that's a really fun 
connection and why because you know richard donner did superman and he did yeah. goonies and I, that's just like a cool fun <laughs> homage to richard donner to have sloth and bizarro be kind of like you know connected or you know uh, visually at least so i thought that was a fun uh fun little call back to sloth and goonies giving them the red suspenders <laughs> <laughs> no and like i said i love i love the fact that you've, you've you've definitely thought about the idea of why you've designed your characters and and you're 100 correct like you put that connection together with richard donner and you know superman and the goonies and the fact that sloth he this he you know he opens up the shirt and you even have the you know the in the movie you have the superman theme playing in the background as yeah. well when he does it it's, it's yeah. absolutely fantastic but you know as a kid you don't even because you don't realize about the directors and stuff like that and yeah the fact that the, you know so just knowing about it now is just amazing yeah um so Dave, everything that you've done everything that you've wanted so what you obviously would love to get signed up by dc or by marvel one of those great comic book sort of things yeah. is that is that something you want to do moving forward in your career or is that something is that your um your dream yeah, absolutely. Definitely a dream to work for DC or Marvel, do comic books. Um, when I was a kid, I was super, like I sort of mentioned before, super interested in animation and cartoons. And I love superheroes. And I, for a long time, was like, oh, I want to do comic books. Um, because I think in my head, uh, with animation, like animation and comic books, like if you're doing a comic book, like you and you're the artist, like you can, you know, draw on your own style. While if you're working on an animated project, if you're not like the lead character design, you have to draw like the other person's art style. And like when I was younger, I wanted to draw my own thing. So I was sort of leaning to comic books and, you know, making my own art style and doing that. But in the more past few years, I've kind of reverted back to my cartoon very simplistic and like stylized art style and uh um i've i'm also very much looking into or hope or dreaming of doing animation of some kind and working with a team and like you know yeah i just i think that like either either one or both as a goal of mine working in comic books working in animation um anything where i get to draw and create with like these you know great characters and like other artists like that just sounds like a dream so yeah any anything of that would come true for sure <laughs> i reckon you just keep doing what you're doing mate and i reckon you'll end up there eventually um my fingers are crossed for you and i hope we see you in the industry one day moving forward and like i said if you've seen david's artwork you'll understand what i mean and um i can't thank you enough for having on the podcast um today so where can everyone find you and um support only yourself but also support your work um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Uh, I have my website. So Instagram is, I think it's David Jameson 222. And then Twitter is the jam 22. And then my website, David, uh, David Jameson illustration.com. Um, and yeah, I just, I'll just, I pretty much just post everything I'm working on, on uh, all of those uh, around the same time. And yeah, just, just working at it. <laughs> And all of uh, David's details will be in the show notes below. So if you need to find anything, just have a look down there and click away and you'll be able to find it. And like I said, if you want to buy some of his awesome artwork, you can do so just like I did today and you can have it up on your wall. Um, and yeah, it was, it was fantastic. But uh, as for me, um, you can find uh, the podcast itself on Twitter and Instagram at Sup Animated Pod. 
And you can also find us on Facebook at the at Superman the Animator Podcast. Um, so in the past, I've I used to have it on a different um, page, but now I've, I've basically conformed everything now to be Superman the Animator Podcast, just so it's easy to find us out there. Um, you also find the show on my webpage, www.mroad81. Unfortunately, I haven't been on there a lot lately due to work commitments, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but also, if you want to send us an email, you can do that at themword81 at yahoo.com. David, it's been such a pleasure having you on the podcast today. I can't thank you enough. And definitely in the future, we definitely need to do this again. And we, we, have, we have some ideas um, lined up, but I'll just wait and see and see how we, how we go looking into the future. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Nathan, for reaching out, having me on here. This was all so much fun. I love talking about my ideas and, you know, <laughs> just some guy drawing. So it's super cool to like give, <laughs> you know, give some insight of what I'm thinking. So thank you so much. No, you're all welcome. Like I said, thanks again. Um, definitely reach out to David, find his artwork, show it around the, the Twitter sphere and the Instagram sphere and the Facebook sphere. Um, and like I said, if anyone sees it, loves it as much as I do, you'll understand why. So once again, thank you very much for listening and tune in next time for more of Superman, the animated podcast. The new theme music for Superman, the animated podcast is called Super Epic by Alexander Nakarenda. You can find this at serpentsoundstudios.com and the music is promoted by chosic.com.